Welcome to the Mojo Mecca. We are a media, wellness and artistry hub that is in celebration of the earth, inspired to live in a mindful, health-filled way, humbled by the depths of inner exploration and the power of practicing daily ritual, in love with the beauty of cultures worldwide and the adventurous nature of travel, and dedicated to a life of heart-centeredness, purposeful pursuits, and a whole lot of mojo. Welcome back to the Mojo Mecca podcast. I am Chloe. Thank you so much for being here. PSA, I have created an app, (laughs) Um, as I'm sure perhaps you've already seen. Um, But if you haven't, I'm going to explain a little bit about what it is, what the intention for it is, and um, a couple of the features in the app too, and just what it's all about. Um, so the app is called the Mojo Mecca, or Mojo Mecca, um, and it is basically an alternate social platform, um, an alternative space for us to share and connect on. Um, And its intention is really to be a smaller scale version of the larger social platforms and a platform that can really create more safety, more um, sacredness, (laughs) more of, uh, yeah, just a more like-minded, smaller scale community sort of vibe. Um, Sometimes it's hard to put it into words what my intention is, but I'm sure a lot of people can naturally kind of feel it. If you listen to this podcast, I'm sure you're in the right you know, in that same sort of vibe to um, really understand what it's all about. But yeah, it's it's got all the same features as Instagram in the sense of you can post photos, videos, live videos, poems. Um, there's a longer word count too than the other platforms too, which is awesome. So if you want to, you know, write a really long piece or an essay on something, you're welcome to do that. Um, yeah, you can share links um, to multiple different sources and it's cool because a lot of the external links open up still in the app too. So you can kind of stay in the same place and click on different things. Um, one of the main kind of uh, features that I love so much about the app is our groups feature. So we have a whole list of groups based on kind of more specific topics. So one of them is there's an artist hub if people want to share their works or ignite kind of different artistic um, opportunities or prompts of like creative yeah expression Uh, there's other ones on meditation and mindfulness there's one on health Um, there's one on activism there's a group for only women and there's a men's circle group too for those kind of more private um, sharings so with those groups feature, it's another opportunity, obviously, to connect with people in on an even deeper level around like-minded things. Oh yeah, we also have a group for mothers or mothers-to-be, um, and I'm sure we'll continue to add a lot more groups as people suggest them um, and as they're needed. 
but um, yeah, essentially it's just, <laughs> we only launched it about a week ago to the public. I had a few people in there before that point, just kind of testing it out. Um, but it's already got about, yeah, nearly 600 people in there, which is amazing. Um, and not that it's so much about the numbers, it's really more about, you know, the type of community that we, we've got in there, but, um, I've hosted a couple of group connection calls, which is something that I'm going to be doing every week, um, for people who are in the app too. They're just going to be kind of group um, calls via Zoom where we'll share a bit of a guided meditation, perhaps a journal prompt. Um, I was thinking of doing them perhaps like themed. So maybe one week we could talk about people's healing journey. Um, another we could talk about self-love or body acceptance. Um, another could be, um, I mean, yeah, there's, there's so much that we could dive into, obviously. Um, ancestral lineage discovery, you know, there's so much, um, scope for um, conversation and that will also obviously be another opportunity to meet and connect with um, new people too. So I I guess overall the intention was just to give people an alternate space to connect. Um, as I know the world is crazy and our nervous systems are on overdrive right now and Personally, I found it more and more stressful to be on the larger platforms just with how much information there is and it's harder and harder to discern what truth and fiction is. Um, so this space has just got a kind of base level of what feels like more acceptance um, and more willingness to actually engage and connect with people instead of scrolling um, and I just see it being a really powerful platform for people to come together on and, um, you know, people who just want to live in a way that feels balanced and um, harmonious and creative and fun and playful, you know, there's so many like just beautiful people on there already. And honestly, it just has been warming my heart to no end. <laughs> Um, especially when I did the group calls, it was just oh, like, I can't even describe the feeling, but just to feel something that was just an idea in your mind, it's now in reality and people are, you know, just thanking you for creating it because they had been feeling the same, like they wanted an alternative space to connect. Um, and they were disheartened with the other ones. And, um, yeah, that they just have already had beautiful, like, engagements and connections with people. So it's just, I'm just so excited for the future of this app. And, um, yeah, there's going to be so many amazing creatives on there, too. I intend to kind of feature new creatives every week, too. And um, my intention is also to do an interview with each of those kind of featured creatives each week, too. Um, so this conversation is the first one that I've done, um, in this sort of idea and model. Um, and it's with a beautiful sister called, uh, Maddie. She is a herbalist creator of Malachite Herbal. She's the one who actually created Aroma Mojo, the beautiful botanical perfume blend that we created. Um, they're sold out now, but I'm sure we'll, we already talked about it after this call completed, but 
Um, we're definitely going to collaborate in the future too. So I will just let you dive into this conversation on plants, herbs, rituals around working with plants, herbal body oils. We talk about intuitive business. We talk about the beautiful bathing experience she's created for herself and so much more. Enjoy. I really loved when you were sharing about kind of the difference between essential oils and the whole plant infusions. I think that's a really powerful um, distinction to make, especially in this world of, you know, doTERRA and young living. And like, I know myself, I got so swept up in that for, uh, you know, and was trying to be a doTERRA advocate and, and it never really mm-hmm. stuck to be honest. And like, I know that there's definitely like unethical aspects of, of that company and the way that they harvest those plants. And I'd love to hear about how you distinguish one from the other and how you, like why you prefer to work with the whole plants as opposed to like mm-hmm. in essential oil form. <laughs> yeah, I think it is really important to be able to tell the difference because they are completely different remedies and they interact completely different with the skin and the body and yeah all of the applications are so different as well but I understand how they're easy to get confused because essential oils have been so promoted and there's such big companies out there producing them and I think they're also being marketed as like a medicine for so many different things that um, people think they just assume that they're safe and maybe they don't know like the backstory of how they're made or how the businesses are structured. Um, And so I don't really talk about any of that kind of stuff because it's so different from the whole plant infused oils. But I love sharing about the whole plant infused oils because they are safe to use and they are, it it is such a sustainable way to create herbal remedies. And so, yeah, I just want to share about that as much as possible so that anyone who comes across the information can easily make them for themselves. um, And also understand like how beneficial they could be um, once they start using them regularly. Um, yeah, so basically the main difference is that essential oils have been created by extracting that one part of the plant away and then just, um, basically creating a very small amount of oil that you can then dilute and use in other quantities, um, on the skin or like you see them used in diffusers or, um, as perfumes because they're quite highly fragrant but they can't really be applied directly to the skin because they're so strong and harsh and they can start to disrupt your hormones or create like harsh reactions on the skin especially people that are quite sensitive to that sort of thing Um, but the whole plant infused oils are created by using the entire plant body so you can take the plant or um, the flowers straight off of the bush and just um, cut that up either fresh or dried 
and then start infusing that into whichever oil you want to use as your carrier oil. And the essential oils are still within the plant. They, they haven't been extracted, so they're naturally occurring within the plant and that's all going to be infused into your whole plant infused oil anyway and will then be applied to the skin and you'll, you'll receive all of those medicinal properties um, through the infusion. Um, so yeah, I think that because they're so safe and they're not going to cause any harm to your skin or your hormones or any of your organs, it's just a better way to access the medicine of the plants through the skin and also such an amazing way to use all of the plant rather than just extracting one small fraction of the medicine that comes with these different herbs and and flowers and that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah beautiful i think it also feels i guess more sustainable too in a sense that you're using like a smaller amount of it or you're harvesting it directly yourself or yeah you're just um because from what I understand, obviously essential oils, you have to use a large amount of, you know, say it's lavender. Like I think a lot of plants would go in into making that little bottle of, of lavender oil. And mm -hmm. obviously exactly. they all have their place. But yeah, I think like your your stance and your viewpoint on on the whole plant infusions, it like really definitely resonates um, with me. And I think, yeah. It's like it definitely I, I, I would assume um, it's a more like direct experience to have with those plants too and, and a direct like a more direct connection that you would have to what you're creating and then when you're actually like applying that to your body too, you're already kind of in that um, yeah, you're in that space with that you've you've created it for a certain intention and um, and then you're like receiving that medicine that you've uh, like intended. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I completely agree and I think it is an amazing way for people as a gateway into herbalism and herbal self-care because you'll probably have a rosemary bush or a lavender bush not too far from where you live um, or there's all these medicinal weeds growing all over the place and so if you can learn to identify those then you only need to harvest such a small amount uh, to create one oil for yourself and that's pretty much how you can get started or one way you can get started with herbalism and herbal self-care and creating your own medicines from home it's it's super accessible and yeah a more traditional way of of creating remedies from home with all of the most basic tools and ingredients it feels really good to be doing all of those things from home rather than always searching for like new products or whatever I think um yeah is being marketed towards me but just like more following my intuition and traveling to all different places looking for herbs that I can bring home and and create more remedies with it's yeah, it definitely feels like more aligned and less reliant on 
all of these outside sources. Mm, yeah, completely. Um, I really wanted to ask for your wisdom or um, tips in a sense of, I mean, collectively this year has been intense <laughs> to say the least. And um, I was just talking to the girls who joined the um, group connection call that I did and everyone was kind of sharing a similar sort of sentiment around um, just feeling like nervous system fatigue <laughs> from everything mm -hmm. that's going on. And then obviously compounded on that is like, we're spending more time looking to social media and looking to these platforms to like receive information and how that can be quite overwhelming too. And it, it all is just together creating, um, yeah, fatigue. And I, and I've definitely noticed that within myself, just a lot more, um, stress in the body, irritability, um, just not feeling really as, as rested energetically, even if I have got mm. a good night's sleep, um, just feeling like that nervous system's a bit more on overdrive with, with everything collectively that's going on, even if it's not hundred percent directly, you know, impacting you in your day-to-day -day life. Um, so from a kind of herbalism perspective, um, I would love to hear, maybe even a simple way or a simple recipe or something that, that we could do to, to bring in the medicine of herbs and plants um, to really help us, um, especially in a sense of like resetting nervous systems or just de-stressing in, in any way, like what's some simple tips or recipes or rituals that we could do um, to do that? Mm. Yeah, I feel the exact same this year, especially has been hard on everyone and when I discovered all of these practices a few years ago it was definitely my sensitive nervous system that I was wanting to start to treat myself from home and I was seeing naturopaths at the time and taking teas and tinctures but when I discovered the body oils I realized that that's a whole medicine in itself that not many people talk about when you think of herbal medicines. Um, and I always love to say that herbal body oiling is the perfect way to enhance any self-care practice or ritual. So if you already find yourself doing some practices like yoga or meditation or anything as simple as taking a bath or a shower, you're already giving yourself some time and space and you can use your body oils at, during those practices or at those times of the day to just add like another layer of deeper self-care and self-love and whether it's only five minutes or if you've got a little bit longer, maybe 30 minutes or an hour to, um, to oil your entire body and thank each part of your body and just check in with yourself. Um, I learned that body oiling was an amazing way to explore and learn the entire terrain of your body. So it's also a beautiful way to, to feel each part of yourself and, and figure out where the tension is being held or where things are arising that maybe you haven't noticed yet and just give some extra love and attention to those parts of your body. And yeah, I find that my nervous system is the first one the first part of my body to receive 
the medicine and to just instantly relax sort of it's like the same way that I feel when I'm five minutes into a yoga class or five minutes into a meditation that I've finally allowed myself to stop and just take a few moments to restore and come back to into my body and and just fully relax so yeah I would say that once you have some oils or you've made some oils that it's just a beautiful way to enhance any other ritual or practice that you have already and over time you'll just start to feel the benefits and the way that it has a a cumulative effect like if you get into a weekly routine or a nightly routine you start to realize that that that's your time and place to to fully relax and and take in the medicine of the herbs yeah beautiful I'd really love to incorporate more of that into my life I feel like it's just totally what I need right now so I'm really happy that we're having this conversation um yeah for someone like me who I don't know if I really even have like the ingredients to to begin to create a body oil like what would you what would be a simple recipe or um yeah even just tips on some easy easily accessible kind of plants or herbs that one could incorporate and create their own body oil with Mm. I think uh, most people would have the ingredients at home. Um, You basically only need two main ingredients, which is just your carrier oil and then the herb or the flower that you want to infuse. So any oil that you have at home will work. Um, Olive oil is the one that I use mainly, but you can use sesame oil, coconut oil, almond oil, any high quality or cold pressed organic oil that you can find will will work um something like olive oil or sesame oil i always recommend and prefer to use because they are also highly fragrant oils they're high in volatile oils and they'll preserve for much longer i i find sometimes my coconut oil or almond oil tend to spoil more easily but Um, if you can get your hands on any of those oils then yeah you just need to choose a herb Um, it could be something growing in your area or just one that you buy um, yeah in a herbal store or online and I I usually suggest that people use dried herbs Um, fresh herbs you can use as well but they also tend to spoil easily if the if one of the conditions aren't right, like if it's hot or humid um, in the space, but with dried herbs, generally they they won't spoil and you just um, have to combine the two and make sure that you have filled the oil to the top um, so that there isn't any moisture or air um, inside the jar and make sure everything's nice and clean and then store it away in a cool dark space to infuse over time so i used to go by the lunar cycles and try to infuse from full moon to full moon or new moon to new moon and that was my way of like putting all my intention into the oils but now i'm a lot more flexible and i might create an infusion on a day that just feels really 
special and then leave it until I have another special day that I want to spend um, straining them. And sometimes it can be up to two months or longer. Some people like to create double strength infusions. So after a month or two, you could strain the oil and add more fresh or dried herbs and create a more potent oil. Um, but that's pretty much it. It's really simple and you just have to check on them every few days, maybe shake, shake it around, um, make sure it's not leaking or if it needs to be refilled. And then you can strain out all of the plants and it's just infused over, over time and all of the medicinal properties are now within the carrier oil, um, ready to be applied and absorbed into the body. Amazing. It doesn't sound very hard at all. No. <laughs> I might start today. Yeah, it's <laughs> very simple. And um, although it takes a long time to infuse, like if, especially if you're doing a double strength infusion, um, it's not something that you need to tend to every single day. You can trust that the infusion is still going and you just make sure that um that there's no mold or spoilage happening and otherwise it's we'll just sit there infusing and yeah I love how simple and easy it is and you can't really go wrong but um also over time you'll figure out little ways to to tweak your oils and and maybe have them more fragrant or more um just you can play with different blends and scents and figure out what what's your favorite combination and things like that. Mm. I'd love for you to share um, the ones that you have available too already, like on your um, website and Etsy store. Mm -hmm. The first three uh, oil infusions that I made were calendula oil, yarrow oil, and lavender oil. I just found that those three were the three that I would use for the most things and they were my favorite herbs that I just kept gravitating towards and then over time I started um, traveling a bit more and bringing home different herbs and spices and so I was making some rose oil and some chai spiced oil with Indian herbs and spices and then now I'm trying to work more with locally grown and sourced herbs. So I'm infusing blue lotus, which is so beautiful and rosemary and lemon myrtle from my garden and my friends and family's gardens and really just anything that's available, um, I'll work with from season to season. And yeah, just creating small batches with whatever I can source and then creating blends out of the ones that I feel would work really well together. Like I have rose and blue lotus together at the moment and then chamomile and lemon myrtle together at the moment. And so I just sort of go with the scents and the, the colours and the energy of the plant that I think would create a beautiful blend. And yeah, then you can either use the oil on its own or you can use the oil to create your own different um, combinations like you can you can create 
body butters and salves and lotions quite easily um, just with adding a few a few other natural ingredients amazing <laughs> i'm so excited to experiment <laughs> yeah um, it's so fun yeah yeah um i saw recently that you also created more of like a ritual bath space for yourself too i'd love for you to share about that mm. and how maybe people could if they want to like up level their mm. <laughs> self-care or like bathing experience like ways that you you like intentionally created that mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a dream that I had for a really long time was to have an outdoor bar space. And so when I moved up um, to the Northern Rivers area, I um, moved into a house that had a, a perfect space to uh, have a bath. And I was really determined to create the space as well because we don't have an indoor bath space here. And generally that's where I would love to use my oils and just bathe for hours and um yeah so you can pretty easily find secondhand materials like baths that people are getting rid of or um they just don't have space for generally you can find them like they're quite inexpensive um, in certain areas and then you could create a fire bath if you have the right environment at your house where I live um, we weren't able to have a fire in that place it was a bit too close to the house and it's also got a cover over it from the deck um, nearby so I ended up getting a water heater that's uh, gas powered and off-grid so you just have to attach your garden hose or you can get a pump to um, to sort of suck up the water from any like nearby water source. And then the heater will use the gas bottle to light a little flame and heat up the water to 40 or 50 degrees. And it just creates a beautiful, like hot and steamy outdoor bath that you can then drain the water straight down into your garden, or you could repurpose it in some way, but yeah where where we have the bath set up it just drains down into the forest and so yeah i love to take the oils with me and i also create bath salts um with the herbs that i infuse with and yeah i just feel like that's all i need to have the ultimate self-care and self-love experience so if you don't have a bath indoor then there's definitely ways that you can create create an outdoor bar space um, and yeah you can get creative with the materials that you use or the the setup that you have just depending on the space that you're working with but um yeah I definitely loved that whole process of sourcing the materials and yeah I would love to just continue creating more elaborate outdoor spaces for self-care and um yeah especially when it's at home and it's really easy to use and yeah it just it feels really luxurious to be able to uh do all my self-care practices out in nature as well yeah it seems quite simple doesn't it like yeah even if you don't have the kind of yeah the hot water feature you could just buy like you said the external like mm -hmm. gas 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. That. It's off it's off grid as well. So if I ever go traveling around Australia or something, I'll probably take something like that with me so that um yeah, you can you can use the water from like a lake or a stream and then create um an outdoor shower as well if you just hang up the the shower head and yeah, I feel like that was a really good investment mm. and something that has allowed me to return to my my favorite um practices of bathing and yeah, applying all the oils and just kind of laying in in there for hours it's like really elevates the practice I think Mm, yeah and also accessible I guess for for being in like rental environments too because like Mm -hmm. you say you can have it be like easily portable yeah so I might have to try that in (laughs) in the space I'm in now (laughs) yeah yeah I think it's exciting and you can sort of decorate and yeah just create a whole new outdoor space that is dedicated to to your self-care practices mm-hmm. something I've learned since I started my studies um, in naturopathy and working towards becoming a naturopath um, is that it's definitely beneficial for me I think to have that deeper understanding and to really dive into studying all of the body systems and all of the herbs and really deeply understand the science and everything um, in how the herbs interact with each body and and how to do all of those things safely but I also think that it's important to remember that those things aren't completely necessary to to practice herbal self-care and to make your own herbal remedies you don't you don't need to become qualified in any way to be to have permission to work with plants and to be a herbalist um, just means that you you work with plants basically and you you feel a connection to the plants and hopefully you would um, continue to study them um, but that can take so many forms and I I hope that everyone feels encouraged to to work with plants and get to know them a bit more for their medicine because I think they can benefit from everyone. It's not just um, those who are becoming a herbalist or a naturopath, but anyone that's experiencing these kinds of ailments like from all the way from skin conditions all the way to emotional troubles and like weak nervous systems that we mentioned I think um yeah that they they benefit all of those things and that it would be really beautiful to see more people embracing home herbal remedies and handcrafting their own things and just like returning to the more traditional ways that we would care for ourselves and create these products at home yeah have you felt in your in your journey that it's also helped you feel a sense of connection to like perhaps your ancestral like lineage or even just people's you know 
um, in previous generations too, because it does feel like a timeless practice of, of engaging with the natural world around us and especially the, the medicinal plants and herbs. And I often think about like the original peoples and how um, tuned in they were to actually like to work with these different plants and to understand um, or be intuitive enough to really feel um, what areas that they were um, helping in, in the person's body and mind and spirit. So what's your connection mm -hmm. in that sense to like an ancestral um, lineage sort of feeling? I definitely feel a connection to my ancestors when I'm, when I'm just at home creating, um, whether it's like the oils or creating some little candles um, or really any skincare product that I make, I always feel like, although it would be much easier to just go out and buy these things or order them online, um, I'm happy that I'm, I have a gateway to remembering these practices that would have been, yeah, going generations back, uh, would have been present for many of our ancestors. And they're just really simple things that we've sort of lost along the way. And yeah, so it definitely feels good to sort of get to know these traditional practices in a deeper way and have them integrated into my life that is obviously quite modern and has um, definitely benefits from technology and everything that I have access to now but I definitely feel a connection to my own ancestors or really just anyone that uh, has passed on this information and allowed uh, me and anyone else working with the plants to to have access to everything that we know and yeah I it's probably my favorite part of this whole thing is like returning to those old ways and making sure that they're not lost um, and hopefully something that I can pass on to the next generation eventually. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's an interesting like polarity, like you said, that we're in, like with there's like technological advancement going <laughs> crazy, you know, with AI technology and like everything's just um, getting more and more enhanced in that sort of realm. But yet simultaneously, I also feel like there is a big movement, like especially with us sensitive minded people of like, oh, actually, I want to simplify more. Actually, I want to like get back to, to hand making things and to um, taking a, a slower pace with things and um, yeah, so it's interesting because I, I feel like this app is also um, a way to kind of serve as, as that um, of a slower pace of, of community, online community connection. And, and um, yeah, we were sharing about it a little bit in, in the group call, but they were saying um, other people were also sharing similar sentiments just about um, the energetic feeling when you go on to those other platforms like Instagram or Facebook and something, it, it can feel just a bit like stressful or like tense or something, but they were saying that um, already within um, the app that we created, it, it feels a lot more like nourishing or um, 
yeah that it, it doesn't feel as as tense when you go on there it feels more like inviting and actually like energizing and inspiring which is definitely what we need in this like especially in this crazy year but just in this intense time like i said when stuff's moving really quickly and it's hard to discern what truth is from you know fiction and everything's getting a very complex so i like that's why i really loved and love the work that you do and like really wanted to have your voice on there too because like i feel like your lifestyle and what you create is really like you said just about that slowing down and that um just taking time to create things that um, are going to serve not only you but also your wider community and and serve the kind of ancestral remembrance that a lot of us are feeling to to step into um, more and more as the world speeds up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's beautiful how all of those things mesh together and it, yeah, it allows us to really just strip everything back. And yeah, I think it is similar in, in the Mojo Maker app to see how we don't need to have all of these layers um, of like promotion and advertising and all of those like things that have seemed to take over social media to be able to connect with one another mm. and herbalism and creating herbal remedies is another way, another beautiful way to connect with others and to come together to share um, an experience and a practice and a medicine. Um, last year I did my permaculture design course and that was a really life-changing experience as well to really come to terms with how sustainable things really are and not just um, not just with how we source food and plants but also our our lifestyle and our our jobs and yeah what we're studying and everything that we're choosing to do how long can it really last before it starts to take away from um what you're trying to gain from the experience and i think if we're able to create all of our own remedies and to grow our own herbs and plants not just for food but also for a way to look after ourselves and and keep ourselves well through self-care and self-love practices that we're just becoming more self-reliant and starting to create those small circles of community that you don't they're not as easy to come by now it seems like sometimes we're just getting lost in yeah the complexity of everything but we can start to strip it back and yeah just remember really simple ways of living and providing for ourselves and our communities on on a really small scale and in in the way that nature intends and the way that nature teaches us um to to yeah to harvest and only use what what we need and yeah it's funny how when we are in smaller spaces and smaller communities there's so much abundance and so much more to give and share 
Mm -hmm. And yeah, I love, I love how all of that applies in, in permaculture and herbalism and yeah, just amazing things that we can start to harness and, and start to put into practice so that uh, everyone around us can sort of catch on and (laughs) hopefully, yeah, get, get involved and, and um, embrace this way of living as a whole mm. yeah <laughs> amazing I'd love to hear about how you have applied these obviously it is all just a part of the whole of your life and your existence but um, applying these kind of uh, ways of being and these principles to business because I'm really like curious about the the merging of like our passions with business and obviously you've created Malachite Herbal um, and I'd just love to hear about maybe even just a few tips on like creating and pursuing an intuitive business and, and, and I guess a more sustainable business model that like, because mm-hmm. it seems like to me, your business is, is you, but yet it's like, it's also obviously an extension of you. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it just really applies all of those values that you have like within your internal life to um, a way that can also like serve the wider community around you and also serve you financially and feed you Mm -hmm. and and help you like continue the lifestyle that you love. So I'd love to hear just any tips you have for people in a sense of um, maybe wanting to develop their passions into maybe even just a side you know, income stream or um, just develop them, you know, develop little products or whatever it is that they want to create. Just any tips that you have for people? I definitely learned a lot from looking to the women that came before me. So the women in older generations who were finding a way to share with their community. Um, I, I realised that... They didn't worry about, well, first of all, I don't think they were concerned with money um, or getting bigger and better. It was just more about working with the seasons, um, creating small sustainable batches and working with what's available and what's naturally um, nearby to wherever you live. And so I would definitely say just finding a way to work with nature and figure out what cycles work for you. So whether it's working seasonally or working with your own monthly cycles um, and yeah, just not being so concerned with growth or, um, or being able to support yourself uh, financially in the beginning, but just, embracing your connection with nature and working with plants and figuring out how you can best serve your community with with that intention um and i think naturally people will be drawn to you if you're providing a product or a service that is healing for them and so yeah just trusting that if you continue walking on the plant path that if it's your intention, then it can provide a beautiful life for you and to just, um, yeah, just sort of stay devoted to that path and um, 
make sure that whatever else you're doing in your life aligns with that intention and I've just noticed over time that things have really naturally unfolded um, from going out to the markets to then doing workshops to now sort of taking everything online with the last year that we've had and figuring out a way to reach more people um, has unfolded quite naturally and the whole time I've just been focused on strengthening my connection with the plants and the things that I make and yeah how I want to share that creatively and um, in a way that will benefit my community most so yeah I would just say um, focus on your connection and don't be too concerned about growth but more about finding your rhythm and a cycle that allows you to have that sustainable long-term career or business that you want to really be your focus yeah yeah that's beautiful I really resonate with what you say about like yeah I found in in my business too it's kind of been like you said it is thinking about it on a more like long-term basis and like um, you're kind of always in relationship to your business too. So just, um, and like we said, it is an extension of you. So just continuing to like be in good relationship with yourself and then, um, and to the wider community that support your business. But like you said, it is so much about the intention behind it too. And always coming back to that intention and why, why you feel to create that or do that or, um, promote that in the world so yeah I completely resonate <laughs> um, yeah. so peop if people want to connect with you and some of your products and your work how how can they do that so I'm usually on Instagram um, or Facebook to share um, whatever I'm making at the time and whatever's going on in my life and related to my plant path and my studies and and everything that comes along with it um so that's at malachite herbal on instagram and then you'll find me on the app as well if you want to connect with me there um which is malachite maddie and i have a website at the moment which is malachiteherbal.com but i've taken it down at the moment to rebuild so that will be up again soon with uh, an online store and some online workshops and uh, any future events that come up in my local area so I'm looking forward to getting that out there and yeah connecting with more people through the app and yeah and you can reach out to me anytime to talk about your plant path or or any questions that you have I love connecting with others so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully hearing from some of you all and, and what you're creating and what you're inspired by as well. Thank you so much. 